Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to broadcast today. Last week, we preached part one to remember, as always, to prosper. And evidently, you remembered because you're here today for part two. Isn't that a blessing of God? Your memory is very powerful. It can lead you to a very prosperous, joyful life. Do you remember God in all circumstances? If you do, you'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. You won't have to beg him and all that kind of craziness. All you got to do is say, I know what my God can do, and he will. So this is part two of to remember is always to prosper. Get a pad and a pencil. You're going to learn some things today. Watch this and be blessed. Remembering humbles us, proves us, and teaches us. Let me say it again. Remembering humbles us, it proves us, and it teaches us the insufficiency of things to make us happy. Money does not make you happy. It was the greatest disappointment of my life was money. I have made a lot of money in my life, especially as a young man. I was on the rock circuit, you know what I mean? I worked in the same circuit, Led Zeppelin, Grand Funk, Kiss, Long Hair, all that. You know all that story stuff. Alice Cooper, all that kind of stuff way back when. And man, I started, man, 21, 22 years old, I am knocking down money. And I just remember thinking, well, if I, just, when I was a kid, because I was raised very poor, I wasn't ashamed of that. Mom and dad did the best they could. You know, it was common sense. But I remember telling Kathy, how come I'm not happy? I, man, I just thought if I have enough money, I'd be happy, you know what I'm saying? How come I'm not happy? Because money don't make you happy. It just makes you comfortable while you're miserable. You don't have to worry about the house note. But you're still miserable. Robin Williams could make the world laugh. He was rich. He couldn't make himself laugh, so he hangs himself. That don't make any sense. See? And I thought, my God. uh, The insufficiency of things. But when I got born again, that all left. You see what I'm saying? And I've had Abraham moments. So what I did, we've come home and I was going to come back to Texas. Me and Kathy started our marital life here in Texas. I love Texas. Jody, I only have one daughter. She's the only one in the whole DePlanis family and probably the Conrad family too that was born in Texas. She was born in Arlington at Arlington Memorial Hospital. I was playing music, you say. So I thought when I got born again, I'm, I'm going to come back to eight dollars Fort Worth or somewhere in between. Or I, I, we even lived in Richardson. And to make a long story short, the Lord said, you go back home. You go back. I didn't want to, but I did. Because you got to do what God tells you to do. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, it's amazing. You just, you, if you be just be willing and obedient, as Isaiah 1, 19, you just eat the good of the land. So we gave all our money away. Boy, I want some money, George. That was some money. People loved it too. Oh, the church loved it when you give them money. They didn't want me because my hair wasn't quite short enough yet. But yeah, sure took that money. That was the easiest thing in the world. Because you see, to me, it, it, it represented sin. I wasn't happy. So I went to work for Shell Oil Company. And I got a job. So I started living like a normal person. I mortgaged the house. I got bought a house, mortgaged it, and financed it, bought a car, financed it. About two and a half years, I'm outside the house, George, and the Lord said, I won't talk to you. I said, yes, sir. He said, give me all your money. Oh, Lord. Now, this one, I was just living normal. I went, oh, without saying it, but see, God can hear you think. <laughs> but I, then I thought, 
Uh, I'm going to pay this house note. I'm going to pay this car note. Now, I didn't even think twice about that when I would meet all that. You know, you don't care. You can make a million dollars a night in the rock world. That ain't nothing. You can. I mean, it's just amazing. Make a long story short. I went, but I had no doubt in me. I said, I'm yours to command. So I walked in the house and said, Kathy, we're giving all our money away. And I mean all our money away. That included Jody's piggy bank. Open it up. There wasn't a dime we had. I said, Kathy, the only way we can go is up because we are as low. <laughs> Gave it all away. I walked back out that house. I had an Abraham moment, George. The, I, it was like God talking to Abraham, but I said, he said, Jesse, because thou has done this. He even put a King James in there, thou. <laughs> because thou has done this, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to, I thought, so I came, I said, God, God, God God's going to bless us and honor. She said, okay. See, we didn't know nothing. We, we just, baby, Christian, oh, okay. <laughs> and who would think almost a half a billion dollars in sales? Billion would it be? That's a lot. 422,000 partners. I'm not bragging, but give God, God just began to bless and gave it all away, gave it to the ministry. And God just began to bless her. And today, Jesus, help me, Lord. After he has to help me. And one day you're going to hear me say this, and I believe it's going to be in the very near future. Everybody listening? Listen to me. I'm going to prophesy something. One day, it may be at one, I don't know when, but one day I'm going to get up and say, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a problem in our ministry, and if you don't help us today, we're not going to be able to make it. Please. Don't send us no more money. We just got too much, Lord Jesus. We don't know what to do with all this. Jesus, help us, Lord. We're going to just have to distribute it everywhere. I'm going to say that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. You can ask my wife. I set my mind to something. I'm like a pit bull dog. I bite down. You got to kill me to, to, for me to take the bite off of you. I'm going to do that. Only one preacher's ever done it. His name was Moses. He said, stop the people. They're giving too much. Jesus, help us out. How are you going to do it? Remembering? It's a humbling thing. Remembering, let me say it again, humbles us, proves us, and teaches us the insufficiency of things to make us happy. See, when you use your memory, it quickens the heart and it supplies fuel to gratitude. It also cures bad memories. Let me say it again. Memory quickens the heart and supplies fuel to the gratitude. To gratitude, I mean. And it cures bad memories. I have no bad memories because of my memory. Oh, God, you've been so good to me. You've been so honorable to me. So I don't have any bad memories. I don't have any, I don't have any bad stories. You know, since I got born again and all that kind of stuff. God has been so gracious to me. People get mad at me about it. Who do you think you are? Well, just how much time you got. Sit down. Let me tell you. In the beginning, God made Jesse. Mm. Memory quickens the heart, supplies fuel to gratitude. I'm just so thankful. And it cures bad memories. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's just a wonderful thing to be able to do those things. Why? Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he. So if you're physically sick, you remember when you got healed? Start thinking about that. It'll cure that sickness that's attached, trying to attach itself to you or holding you in bondage or something. And let me tell you something about the church, man. They're in the bondage. Those chains, they make them jewelry. 
when they ought to be cut off of you. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. But see, the church will make it jewelry. Boy, look at them chain, man. Chain, chain, chain. <laughs> chain of food. For five long years. That woman could sing, couldn't she? Lord Jesus. She learned it at church. She learned it at church. So did Whitney Houston. Church. My God, man. Write this down. You will know more of God at the conclusion of your journey than you did at the beginning. See, when you don't forget, you'll learn more of God at the conclusion of your journey than at the beginning. See, for I know in whom I have believed, now I'm persuaded. How long are you going to live? Just as long as I want to. 120 years if you want. With full ability, Amen. capability, Hallelujah. and capacity. Yes. Now, let me show you how, some, how something... Could be Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going to say it. Let me show you how something that can be shut down. Strife. Strife will cause physical things to go wrong in your body. Strife is a cancer. It's like rust on iron. Strife. I tell my staff all the time, I got a wonderful staff. Oh God, they're just wonderful people. And, and, and they've been with me a long, I mean, I have very long-term employees. Ooh, they ain't going nowhere. They only work 28 hours a week. They work Monday through Thursday. That's it. I pay them, boy. They just get bled. They all call me, boy. Boss, we just love you, boy. I said, thank you. I said, but we remember that it's the Lord that blesses us. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, I mean, I just look at them and I think, remember this, if you're talking to someone, remember that person on the other line, they are talking to me. So you talk like me, you smell like me, you be me. Ephesians 5.1, be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. Well, what do you do, Brother Jesse? I only say what he says and do what he tells me to do. It's, this is not hard. Let me read this point again. You'll know more of God at the conclusion of your journey than you did at the beginning. See, and when you understand, when you know in whom you have believed, so I know what's going to happen because I put my faith on it. Full ability, capability, and capacity. I'm not talking about running marathons at 115 years old, but I want my mind. Let me tell you about this strife. So I tell my, I tell my staff this. I'm not here to control you when you leave this place. I'm not a master to a slave. I don't believe in that. I said, but listen to me. I want you to live clean and I want you to live holy. Why? Why? Because you can open up a door for Satan to attack me in this ministry and I don't know how Satan got to me. See, what you got to ask is, how did that devil get to you? You know he's there. God don't cause sickness and disease. He don't cause degeneration. How? You want proof? Joshua. And they take out Jer Jericho. My God, that's a big place. And they got this little city called Ai. I mean, it only had two letters to the, 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 the name of the city, Ai. So Joshua said, go on down there and just take care of that situation. And they, 36 men lost their lives. That's grandfathers, uncles, fathers, cousins. Joshua didn't know how to handle that. He did not know how to handle that. He came back and fell on his face. He had never lost a man in battle. Not one, first time ever. He had been with Moses 
40 years. And what is God? What's the problem? Sin in the camp. I told that to my staff. If you're doing something you should not be doing, you can open up a door for Satan to come at me personally or come at this ministry which will affect you. So don't do that. See, a lot of people don't realize that. So I will not have strife. We will cut it out. I mean, if you want to sin, you ain't going to do it here. Go do what you got to do. I'll see you later. I don't mean that to be rude. Listen to me. That's God's word, see? So I, 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 in other words, I closed the gates around me. That's why some people get sick and you get wonderful people full of God. And you wonder, how can that be? They believe. Sin in a camp. Go get some other camp. You see what I'm saying? I said, if we'll live right and do right and remember. I said, this place, will, it'll, be, it'll be a wall around us and no devil in hell. The blood is too thick to go through and the hedge is too high to go over. You see my point? So let me say it again. You will know more of God at the conclusion of your journey than you did at the beginning. See, good government is according to the laws of God. Good government. Why? It makes a nation prosperous. Now, do you know what's happening right now? Let me tell you what's happening as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be when the Son of Man shall come. We are in the days of Noah, ladies and gentlemen. People don't even know what sex they are. Whoever thought about that? I don't know what I am. Check your equipment. It'll tell you what you are. It's going to tell you what you are. That's all you got to do. <laughs> that lady liked that. She thought that was funny, didn't you? <laughs> well, I don't feel like it. Don't make no what you feel. You don't feel like going to work, but you will. Them kids don't feel like going to school, but they got to be educated. You got to go. It don't make what you feel. It's what you are. And everybody thinks that's just fine. Nobody knows what sin is anymore. Churches drinking, running around, pastors and preachers committing adultery, and people making excuses for it. Making excuses for sin. I'm not against a person that commits adultery, but I'm against adultery. I'm not going to say this, well, you know, I know some of y'all committed adultery, and I don't want to get on. I'm going to say, no, you're going to hell, fool. Listen to me. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to stop you from going to hell. I don't believe in hell. That don't change it. Like as if you don't believe it, it's not going to change. Like it's going to change because you don't believe it. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, Jesus is our Savior, but he's coming and he's going to be a judge. And he'll judge the world. But you don't hear about that in church. Nobody thinks anymore about living with each other. Having babies out of wedlock, don't shout me down when I'm preaching. See, why? They forgot. They don't remember. I never forget years and years ago, probably 30 years ago, this couple, this man and woman came up to me and was in Shreveport, George, and they got saved. So wonderful, you know. And they said, Brother Jesse. I said, yes, sir. He said, uh, we're not married. We, we've been living together. I said, okay, understand. Now he just got born again, maybe, you know, maybe 20 minutes. And he says, so he said, we're going to stop sleeping together. He said, I'm going to start sleeping on the couch in the uh, living room. I said, you see how I smile? I said, can I ask a question? 
does that couch have wheels on it? He said, yeah. I said, well, I'm not a gambler, but I bet $100 is gonna roll into that bedroom before three o'clock in the morning. I said, do you love this woman? He said, I, lo I, I love her. I said, sweetheart, do you love this woman? This man? He said, yes. I, she said, I love him. Well, yes. I said, what you doing this afternoon? Uh, nothing. I said, I'll marry you. I have the power to marry and the power to bury. I can do it. <laughs> the state of Louisiana gives me that authority and that power. They said, okay. I said, four o'clock good. Four o'clock good. They showed up. I married them. They didn't know what to do. I said, y'all can go home and knock yourself out? Nah, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. Why? You ready? The marriage bed is undefiled. They're still married. They just never thought of it. Because they didn't remember. They didn't remember the laws of God. You see, Write this down. God always proves his child. And the more he gives him, the more he proves him. It's called grace. Let me say it again. God always proves his child. And the more he gives him, the more he proves him. It's called grace. We say it by grace. But God didn't give us grace to erase holiness. He didn't give us grace to erase discipline. Love in its purest form is discipline. It is. Now, I'm not talking about beating somebody's brains out, but I'm talking about discipline. But people say, well, I'm saved by grace. I can do anything. No, you can't. You're going against the laws of God. Thank God. But even Paul said this, because, because grace abound, sin abound more, God forbid. First thing, how can you do that? How can you do that when you say you're born again? Huh? What was you born from? What changed in you? You should have a hard time sinning, yes. doubting. Yes. See, you determining how you live with God by experiences. Experience ain't got anything to do with God. Say what you want instead of what you have. How many times people say, Lord Jesus, you know how sick I am? Yeah, what are you telling me that for? Tell me what you want. Say this, Jesus, by your stripes, I am, I is, however you want to say it. And then act healed. I lost a few of you right there. See, that's old line word of faith. We've got away from that. When's the last time you heard sermons on divine health? Huh? Divine life. Well, you used to hear it all the time in the 70s. Divine healing, divine health. Divine, they told us to progress from divine healing to divine health to divine life. But then a few people died. We're going to have to back this baby off a little bit. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Uh-uh. I heard that from Brother Hagin. I stole that phrase. I like that phrase. See, it doesn't make any difference what they do. It makes all the difference what God has done. But it won't help you if you don't remember. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, God commands us to remember for a reason. And what is that? Remembering the good things God has done, number one, it confirms your faith. Number two, and I really like this one, it increases your knowledge of yourself. You find out who you are. Number three, it strengthens your confidence in God Almighty. 
And see, when you trust God and he trusts you, I want to tell you something. You are a powerhouse going somewhere to produce some power. My Lord, you're like a generator. If somebody's down, they just plug into you and bam, they just get charged up. That's what I mean, because God is your source. Listen, maybe you're struggling. Let's be honest here. With something so big that it's hard for you to remember anything good, much less anything else. That's what the enemy wants you to think. He said, you focus on your priorities, you eliminate all your confusion. What is your priority? Your priority is God Almighty. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. If God be for me, who can be against me? I don't care what my kids do. I have the promise of my family down to a thousand generations. And the promises of God are far more powerful than the sins of people. Ooh, that's good preaching, isn't it? Glory to God. See, that's focusing on, what, on God's goodness in difficult times. I want to pray for you right now. Maybe you're feeling lost and hopeless. I don't know. But I know one thing, prayer will work for you. Father, in Jesus' name, you said if two of us agree, well, they're one and I'm two. Here we are. Lord, we got the majority right now. I come against sickness, disease, stress, oh, Every miracle anybody needs, it's so big, God, because people don't know what to do, but you know what to do. We speak healing today, prosperity today in every area. And Lord, when we finish this prayer, and we're going to finish in just a few seconds, let them get a great breath of fresh air and say, God heard me today in Jesus' name. Now, that's powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, Lord. Because I, know, I felt, actually, what happened to him, I just felt some of the weight of some of what you're going through. Well, it's off now. Now watch God, start looking around because blessing is coming your way like a tsunami, not of destruction, but of spiritual power, financial power, blessing power, health power, just a bunch of power. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a minute to speak another word to you. Show's not over, man. We're having a good time. Watch. Can you really have everything God has put on your heart? Can you ask anything in Jesus' name? Jesus says you can. Jesse's book, Your Everything Is His Anything, will revolutionize your life. Whether you have a vision, a dream, or something that your heart desires, Your Everything Is His Anything is going to inspire you to believe and achieve it all. It's time to expand your view of what prayer and faith can do in your life. Your Everything Is His Anything. Order your copy today. I personally believe that you learned something today. And I want to thank my partners, my financial partners, through all these years. You have supported this ministry with your faithful financial support. We couldn't do it without you. Could not do it. I don't know why. Because it takes more than one to do it. Said so two of you agree. Well, we got a lot more than two. And if you're not a partner, you pray about becoming one. I've had people tell me, I don't know how many times when I started partnering with your ministry, start believing and watching the things you said, that anointing of an increase that's on you came upon me. I've seen it happen so many different times. I'm not talking about once or twice. I'm talking tons of times. All, I've been doing this 46 years and have never had a financial deficit. I don't want you to have any anymore. And I mean that sincerely. So my God, if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one in partners, hundredfold, come on. You can be a blessing bigger to someone else you might know. Hundredfold return on every seed you sow in this ministry. That's what we're believing God for. And I believe you can believe it with us. Also for your July partnership, we're offering today's message in its full entirety. To remember is always to prosper. You really can prosper all the time. Regardless of what's going on in the world, I don't care what's happening in the world. I encourage you to get a copy of the full teaching of today's message. There's a lot more there that you didn't get to see that will really help you. How do I get it? 
You go to JDM.org and get it today. I don't care there's a war going on. I don't care what's happening. And I mean, I don't deny what's happening. You can prosper in the midst of some of the most terrible things in life. And they're all caused by mankind. Somebody's greed, somebody's selfishness, trying to take something that doesn't belong to them because they think they can. You see what I'm saying? But greater is he was in you than he was in the world. And if anything the devil steals from you, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial, Bob said, you catch that thief, he's got to return it sevenfold. He's going to pay you back whether he likes it or not, not just getting it back seven times. Pardon us. Thank you once again for helping me preach this glorious gospel. So many big projects going on, and we're running 90 to nothing. I guess we're going to have to go to 110 to nothing because you are supporting this ministry so graciously. I thank you. Tell other people about it. Tell other people of the anointing of increase that happens, and God will bless you greatly. Until next week, this is Jesse Duplantis from New Orleans. And thank you once again for all that you do for this ministry. We are reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. Bye-bye. Jesse DePlanis Ministries is literally circling the globe using every available voice. What would that be? That would be television, radio, printed page, internet, DVDs, CDs, books, whatever it takes to preach the gospel. Can you see it? Hey, can you see it? I can just see it. I can see the gospel going all over the world to every person. Every year the soul's adding up, people getting healed, lives being changed and delivered. Is that impossible? No. God thinks we can do that. Everything you see here at Jesse DePlantis Ministries was impossible, and everything we are going to do is impossible. But yet the Lord said, if you believe it, I'll do it. We are believing the unbelievable and receiving the impossible to simply reach people and change lives. that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. JDM is continuing to provide new faith-based content meant to strengthen your relationship with God. You can find weekly messages from Jesse and Kathy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. And when He created you, He knew you'd mess up, but He knew He would take your sin. 
wash it away, bear it in the sea, pardon your iniquity in every area of your life. If you just repent, if you just asked it, now that's unique. 